around town. Speaking of high schools, we're going to be talking about education with our next guest, Tennessee House Speaker Cameron Sexton joins the phone lines this morning. Speaker, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Good morning to you. On education, I know you were recently on Fox Nation not long ago talking about education, where it is the state of education in the country, even in Tennessee. Of course, the headlines came out after Speaker Cameron Sexton. He wants to end public funding for public schools. What's your take? Fair headlines? <laughs> well, not exactly. What I, what I said was um, we... With, I would like to reject the federal funding and just fund education ourselves. We, with federal government, gives us about one point eight billion dollars uh, in education funding. We can pay that ourselves um, and fully fund education without their help. Which then also means that they won't have the strings and the other things that they try to put into their classrooms and uh, make us hire more personnel to do more reporting and put in more tests and do things that we don't need to do. So I think we're at a point where we can reject the federal funding. Um, and do it ourselves and probably do it better than what they think that we can do. Exactly. Because Tennessee parents, they know what's up. And maybe that's why Tennessee public schools have lost more than 14,000 students since the start of the pandemic. That's according to the AP. A lot of parents are switching their students from private schools and some are actually being homeschooled. So there is an issue here in the state where people are saying we reject some of what we're seeing in curriculums that have seeped their way into even our education in Tennessee and parents have said enough. Exactly. They, they, they're starting to use title nine too. And, 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 and title nine, what it says, if you t- take any money from the federal government, whether it's direct money or indirect money, then you're obligated to do what they tell you to do. And I think we're getting to a point where we're going to see a lot more uh, things come in to our education system from the Biden administration that Tennesseans don't agree with. And we would have to abide by it simply because we take federal money when we don't really need to because we can fund it ourselves. And, and at the end, the goal of education should be to create people who are critical thinkers, who are independent thinkers, who can communicate and, and be able to to be able to have a full-time job, have the skills necessary, um, but really be able to think for themselves. And I think the federal government is trying to make the education system more about following and testing to a test and, and not developing those critical skills that would help them long-term. Yeah. And sending them out as these activists that you see in a lot of schools in California, New York, et cetera. All right. Want to bring it local here to the Memphis area. Speaker car thefts are up 138% this year compared to this time last year. This according to Memphis Police Department. 2,000 cars plus have been stolen as of 2023. It's bad. And I know, Speaker, a lot of our listeners have been asking what can be done? What can the state do, the governor do? to help protect the city of Memphis? Yeah, I mean, what we have is, there's a couple of problems that we have. One is uh, adults are recruiting juveniles to do crimes, to break into cars, to carjack people, to do other crimes, because they know the sentencing of juveniles is very, very soft. And so we're working here, whether that's a blended sentence model to charge them as a juvenile as an adult or mandate that they have to be charged as an adult for certain crimes, we're willing to do. I think also... uh, you can't have, I think in Memphis got a, a, a no, no cash bail policy. Um, and you saw these juveniles who all got arrested, uh, about several weeks ago. I think there was eight, seven were younger than 18. They were out within 24 hours. 
and the 18-year-old was out within a couple of hours. And so you're releasing criminals and continue to put criminals on the street, and they just keep committing crimes, and there's really no consequence for juveniles. So we're going to have to lock down on the juvenile crime and also enhance those sentences on those adults who are putting those juveniles up to do crimes for them. So Mayor Strickland, he's pointing the finger at the court judge and those judicial commissioners and the district attorney, Steve Mulroy. And I know we've had a discussion on our show, Speaker, about the Attorney General Jonathan Skirmetti and the oversight he has, the checks and balances on a district attorney that's just not protecting its citizens. Are there still those talks that we could see a possible intervention by the state? Uh, uh, very well could. I mean, I you know, you're looking at the judges, if they're not doing what they need to do, if the DA's not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, you know, those judicial commissioners, um, what they're doing, you know, there was a case uh, not too long ago where the bell was set very, very low, um, and everybody was outraged over what the judicial commissioner did or set no bell and let them walk out the door, and they had to go find that individual uh, a week later who was a very violent criminal. And so there, there's a problem, Memphis, and it, and it goes back to the people that you elect and what you what you want your um, uh, community to be like. And so if, if if people in Memphis, we can do some from Nashville, but it also takes the people of Memphis and Shelby County to stand up and say, we're not electing any more of these people who are soft on crime, who are letting criminals run amok, not being charged, uh, and just slap them on the wrist, whether that's a judge, whether that's a DA, whether that's a judicial commissioner. Uh, or whatever the case might be. And so at some point, the people of Memphis also have to stand up and, and vote some of these people out. Absolutely. I mean, Todd joined the show earlier, Todd Starnes, and we were talking about the fact that we have elections, and we saw a lot of them last year, and ultimately elections have consequences. So you're right. There is only so much the state can do. When you are talking to the mayor who has been advocating to see more Memphis police officers, there's no question that is definitely part of the equation here, why we're not safe. We're down 500-plus officers. In Nashville, are they struggling with that? How can we get more officers to protect our our streets? Because therein lies the solution. Well, I think it's a problem all across the state and also across the country. Uh, uh, law enforcement, people not want to go in the law enforcement community um, for various reasons. Uh, and so it's very hard to recruit. And so you have to raise your pay. You have to figure out how to do that. You're you're trying to do uh, more with less. And, and that's where on the state side, we, we tried to – we're hiring more Tennessee Highway Patrol. We hired 100 last year. The governor's proposing another 100 this year. Uh, we we slotted about, I think, 25 of those last year to go directly to West Tennessee, Shelby County area. Because what we do know is if we have highway, more highway patrol uh, patrolling the interstates and the roads around Memphis, that reduces those types of crimes, um, but also helps. And so, you know, I, it, it's a hard struggle for anybody recruiting law enforcement. But, you know, there's a there's as in any occupation, there's always a few bad that give it a bad name. And, and you do what you need to do. For example, those officers in Memphis that was uncalled for. Everybody was shot. They need to be charged with a crime um, and go to court and be on trial. And you got to rid the police department of that. But that's not every single officer in the police department. And I think that's what people lose sight of sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah, it is unfortunate. All right, Speaker, appreciate you joining the show. I know you have a busy morning. We'll let you get back to it. Thanks for stopping by. All right. Thank you so much. All right.